Blog Talk Radio. It is Sunday night, and you are tuned into Upon Further Review. I am LeVar, and it has been indeed a very, very busy day, if not a busy weekend in the world of sports, especially with the kickoff of the NFL. Baseball headed into its pennant races as we reach into mid to late September, and then you've got exciting action happening this weekend, not only from NASCAR, but also from golf, and then from tennis. And also, uh, we will try to get you up to date on all the scores. Of course, the late NFL game uh, that is going on between right now uh, Denver and Pittsburgh, in which Denver just uh, intercepted a Ben Roethlisberger pass and took it back to the end zone. Uh, we'll give you more on that, and the game uh, concludes. But let me start you off uh, by saying that you can reach us on the wonderful world of Twitter, at News Comment BTR. You can reach us also on Facebook at News and Comment Network Blog Talk Radio, or you can reach us at our official fan page at News Comment BTR dot Wix, W-I-X dot com forward slash fan page. And there you will also get all the links to us as well as our email or our link to iTunes, which you can get every show on iTunes that we've ever done. And it's all for the low, low cost of free. So if you want to sign up for the podcast, you can also find a link through there. But let me get you started. At least uh, I'll get to NFL in just a second, but let's get to baseball first. Doubleheader today. It was Philadelphia beating Colorado 3-2 in Game 1. John Mayberry Jr. with a game-winning single in the ninth. And then in the nightcap in Game 2, Philadelphia swept it. They beat Colorado 7-4 in that one. Philadelphia has now won 12 of the last 16 games. You definitely have to watch out with them when it comes to uh, trying to contest for a wild card in that spot. Atlanta beat the Mets 3-2 in 10 innings. That's their fifth in a row. Brian McCann, a home run. He drove in the go-ahead run as well for them. Houston beat Cincinnati 5-1. It was the Cubs 4. Pittsburgh 2. That's a sweep of the series for the Cubs after being swept in Washington. Alfonso Soriano with a two-run home run in the eighth. And uh, that is their first uh, road sweep since August of 2010. Who did they do it against? Pittsburgh. Miami beat Washington 8-0. Ricky Nolasco pitched a four-hitter. That's his second shutout of Washington in as little as two weeks. He pitched a 9-0 shutout just a couple of weeks ago. Toronto beat Boston 4-3. 45-year-old Omar Vizquel, yes, still going strong at 45. He had two sacrifice fives, including one in the ninth that uh, determined a game for Toronto. The Yankees beat the Orioles 13-3. Curtis Grandison, who came off the bench, had a home run and drove in five runs. Derek Jeter also with a home run there for the Yankees, who now move back atop the AL East. Tampa Bay beat Texas 6 to nothing. James Shields pitching a two-hitter. B.J. Upton with three home runs in that game, just going nuts on Texas pitching today. Kansas City beat the Sox 2-1 in 10 innings. 
The Royals now 10-5 and versus the Sox this season. Definitely a thorn in their side. Minnesota beat Cleveland 8-7. Justin Morneau, two home runs in that game. One of them was in the bottom of the ninth to win it for the Twinkies. St. Louis beat Milwaukee 5-4-10. and Alan Craig with an RBI single with two outs in the tenth wins it for the Cardinals. The Angels beat Detroit 3-2. Zach Greinke, seven strong innings in that game. Mike Trout with another leadoff home run for the second day in a row. It was San Diego 8, Arizona 2, as Chase Headley hit a grand slam in that game. That's his 27th of the year. Oakland over Seattle 4-2, as uh, Tommy Milone had 10 strikeouts in that game. And in the Sunday night game, it was San Francisco in a critical game here, uh, blanking the Dodgers 4 to nothing. And as I said, I'm going to hold off here for the second on the NFL scores, but just to kind of let you know also what's going on in the world of sports on this day at the U.S. Open in New York, Serena Williams in dramatic fashion coming back. She was two points uh, or point pretty much two points down pretty much in the final set. She looked like she was going to lose, but she comes back to win her fourth U.S. Open title over Victoria Azarenka, six two two six seven five. Just a year of dominance for Serena. And think about it. In a year like this, she has won uh, Wimbledon, both the singles and the doubles titles. She has won Olympic gold medal. Uh, she has now won the U.S. Open, all within the span of just probably a couple of months, which is nuts. I, I can't think of anybody besides LeBron James that's had the greatest run this year uh, for an athlete. And I'm pretty sure when you think about it, uh, Sports Illustrated is going to have a tough pick between either her or LeBron for Athlete of the Year. Uh, over in the men's semifinal, which was delayed yesterday, played today. you got to feel bad for David Ferrer. He was actually up in the first set when it got uh, uh, delayed by rain yesterday, and they played it again today. But uh, Novak Djokovic comes back to beat him. It was 2-6-6-1-6-4-6-2. He will face Andy Murray on Monday afternoon in New York for the men's final. It was Murray beating uh, Thomas Burditch the day before, 7-5-2-6-1-6 and 7-6 in the with the tiebreaker being a 9-7. So it will be Andy Murray versus uh, Novak Djokovic, which should be a pretty good battle. Andy Murray's been on a stretch here as of late, of course, winning the gold at the Olympics, and, you know, being in the final against Roger Federer back at Wimbledon, but not winning that one. So Andy Murray on a roll now for his career. In NASCAR, Clint Boyer last night won the Sprint Cup Series at Richmond. If you were up late, I think it ended almost at like a little bit before 2 a.m. on the Eastern Standard Time Zone. Uh, Jeff Gordon finishing in second, and that actually clinches a uh, spot for him in the uh, chase for the cup with that finish. Kyle Busch finishing just a point out. He finished in 16th. Very disappointed with that one. Very interesting interview after the fact. But the chase will begin in Chicago uh, this upcoming week for NASCAR, so uh, definitely an exciting uh, finish there for them. You couldn't have anything better. Roy McIlroy wins the BMW Championship. Lee Westwood and Phil Mickelson tied for second. Tiger Woods and Robert uh, Garagus finished tied for fourth. Tiger actually had a better day than he did on Saturday by coming back, and you could tell he was still in some extreme pain as he was trying to come back from that. In NFL action, a lot on the docket today for what was the opening week, and if we were around last week on Wednesday, that's when the season kind of officially opened up. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm with you, but I don't know if I like these midweek openings. It kind of throws me off a little bit. I think if you're going to open it, uh, do it pretty much 
probably either a day or two before, maybe a Friday, maybe a Saturday or something like that. But I don't have to interact with college football, but I think maybe a Friday. Because I think if we do it on a Wednesday, even though it's the first game before everything else, I think the excitement kind of wanes because we were so excited about Wednesday night games. And then we got to wait a few more days for the NFL to actually start. I think move it up a day or two next year. Anyway, if you were around last week, you do know that Dallas beat the Giants 24-17. But if you were around today and you actually had your uh, football mix and had your direct TV or whatever you were watching them on, there was a slate of very interesting games to start off the day in football. Uh, we take you first to the Falcons-Chiefs game. The Falcons beating the Chiefs 40-24 to in that game. Matt Ryan, 299 yards, three touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Him and Julio, <laughs> Julio Jones, definitely playing down by the schoolyard as Julio had six receptions, 108 yards, two touchdowns in a day. I guess the highlight out of that one was a Tony Gonzalez touchdown reception. And, of course, in a Hall of Fame career, uh, Tony uh, getting a touchdown against his former team, uh, Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> had to rally late, but Michael Vick blocked them back, uh, even though Michael Vick had four interceptions in that game. A uh, 91-yard drive was what did it as the Eagles beat the Browns 17-16. to Michael Vick, as we mentioned, 29 of 56 for 317 yards, two uh, touchdowns, but like we said, four interceptions, almost had a near fifth. And for the Browns, quarterback Brandon Whedon, their rookie, four interceptions on the day, 12 of 35, 418 yards. So it really wasn't a pretty game, as all were concerned. A lot of you know things for the rookies in the NFL, I think, at this point, uh, when you kind of look at it today, especially with a lot of the rookie quarterbacks and how they persevered and fared. And you'll hear a lot about that as we kind of go through this update on it. And I will tell you, uh, we will have the final of the Denver game, which is actually wrapping up now. It's about 14 seconds to go. And I will tell you in a preview that you Denver fans will be happy with what occurred. But um, we'll get to that. But also on the list for today, the Redskins beat the New Orleans Saints 40-32. to I think a lot of people will probably be surprised by that one. In that game, Robert Griffin the third, 19-26 for 320 yards, two touchdowns. Drew Brees, 24-52 for 339 yards, two touchdowns. But the Redskins actually had a huge lead up on New Orleans for most of that game. New Orleans trying to come back late, but Washington able to hold them off. Detroit beat St. Louis 27-23. to For a while, it was back and forth, tied, and at one point it looked like St. Louis was going to win it. But Matthew Stafford, with a five-yard touchdown pass to Kevin Smith with 10 seconds left, helps Detroit uh, not have a game-one embarrassment out the box for their season. Detroit um, now looks like they are tied with uh, Chicago as well as uh, with uh, Minnesota atop that division where Green Bay is actually 0-1. We'll explain that one in a moment. New England beat Tennessee 34-13. Tom Brady, who suffered, I think, more of a broken nose in that game, pretty much he did have advantage after the game. 236 yards, two touchdowns. Jake Locker hurt his shoulder in that game for Tennessee and had to uh, they removed him as a precaution. And so New England picking right back up where they've left off. I think now they've won 12, 13 uh, season openers in a row for them. Houston beat Miami 30-10 to in that game. Arian Foster, uh, Matt Schaub, and Andre Johnson pretty much were the whole show, just as we expected them to be. Arian Foster with two touchdowns. Matt Schaub with a touchdown throw to Andre Dawson. Ryan Tannenhill for Miami, three interceptions in that game. He did not have a good day at all. 
for the Miami Dolphins. In New York, it was the Jets beating the Bills 48-28. to Yeah, I'll repeat that again, 48-28. to Where did that offense come from from the Jets? Who knows? They've been hiding for the last four games of preseason. Mark Sanchez, three touchdown passes in that game. The Wildcat was used. Tim Tebow did not pass, though, in that game. He had five rushes for 11 yards. Actually, at one point got booed when he could not uh, move the ball downfield for them uh, in that game. But the Jets, uh, I guess it kind of puts it to rest and actually quite subdued after the game. You know, Rex Ryan, who usually is bombastic and anything that he says, was pretty quiet after that game. And while he could have said, I told you so, to a lot of doubters and believers, he actually, the team pretty much backed it up, and we will see how they'll do in week two. But uh, as for week one, they are winners, 48-28. In overtime, Minnesota beat Jacksonville 26-23 to as their uh, rookie kicker, uh, Blair Walsh, had four field goals that game for Minnesota. Uh, Adrian Peterson, who a lot of people did not know whether he was going to start or not, and we found out, uh, just a few hours before, did had 17 rushes for 84 yards and two touchdowns. So right back to uh, old for Adrian Peterson. Actually looked quite well doing it and picking up two touchdowns on the day. In Chicago, it was the Bears beating the Indianapolis Colts and spoiling Andrew Luck's opening game, 41-21. Luck in that game did not have a good game, but he fared quite well in regards to first games for him and Peyton Manning, who I'm pretty sure he's getting tired of being compared to. But in that game, Luck had a fumble. He sacked, uh, got sacked three times, uh, had three interceptions, and he was 23 of 45 for 309 yards and a touchdown. The Bears pretty much running him all over the place and making him uh, run. But um, Jay Cutler with 333 yards in that game, two touchdowns. Brandon Marshall with 119 yards and a touchdown. Matt Forte, Michael Bush as well, picking up touchdown runs. I believe Bush had two, Forte had one. So the Bears offense all over the place in the opening game, which is rare for them. Tampa Bay beat Carolina 16-10. to Rondé Barber with an interception, a sack, and a key stop of Cam Newton in the closing minutes of that game to uh, lift Tampa Bay to 1-0. and Seattle lost to Arizona today 20-16 to as Kevin Cobb had to come in to replace John Skelton, who got injured. And I guess we will have more throughout the week on his condition. And Arizona picks up the win there in a key conference matchup. David Akers with a career-high 63-yard field goal as San Francisco beats Green Bay 30-22. to Alex Smith, 20-26 for 211 yards, two touchdowns. Randy Moss also picking up a touchdown as well. And as we said, the Sunday night game, uh, we're trying to get more scores in as we can, or more stats to that. But they beat, uh, Denver beat Pittsburgh 31-19. to So, with all of that, that is the list. That is the full Monday night or Sunday um, stats. But uh, one key note here in NCAA uh, news today, for Arkansas it seems that their Saturday upset loss to Louisiana Monroe was not only bad, but it was historical, as Arkansas now plunges out of the AP Top 25. Now, after coming into the weekend ranked eighth and considered to be one of the contenders for not only an SEC title, but maybe a national title, and I guess now CBS is pretty much uh, hitting their uh, or face-palming themselves to the head because actually that's the key matchup next week of uh, Arkansas versus uh, Alabama. But uh, they lost 34-31 in overtime to the Warhawks, who are now unranked. And the only other time in which that has happened was 2007, when number 5 Michigan bumped out of the poll after that loss to Appalachian State. But anyway, 
brand-new Top 25 poll, which is out after Week 2. Uh, Arkansas, I can tell you, is not the only team to fall out of that poll. Nebraska, Oklahoma State, and Wisconsin are now also on the outside looking in. Alabama pretty much got 48 first-place votes. They are number one, followed by USC, who has eight. LSU at four first-place votes is third. Oregon and Oklahoma rounds up the top five. And of note here, moving in, UCLA, with their big win over the weekend, they move in at number 22. Notre Dame moves up a spot or so to number 20. And uh, a lot of teams making ground in here. BYU coming into the uh, race as well as Arizona, Tennessee, Stanford, Louisville, Florida, Michigan, TCU, Kansas State, Texas, Virginia Tech, Ohio State, Clemson, Michigan State, West Virginia, South Carolina, Florida, and, of course, Florida State. So a lot of those other teams uh, making in-ground into the top 25 in football, college football, which is uh, just starting. And there's a lot of movement that will happen throughout one of the things that we did not get a chance to talk about last week, uh, we were unable to join you, was our NFL preview. And I know it kind of seems too late, but I say after one game you still don't know. But I think that you're going to see quite a few surprises this year. But I think that the old powers will still be there. Even though with a loss tonight, Pittsburgh, it seems, it looked a little old at times. But I think uh, you're going to see Pittsburgh and New England in the thick of things when we get around to it. I'm going out on a limb right now and actually telling you my Super Bowl pick. And I am actually going to say, don't be surprised if you see a Super Bowl between Houston and Chicago. And I'm sticking with that one. I'm actually going with that one, and I'm putting that on lock. So you can save this show. You can save it to your iPod. I'm saying Houston and Chicago as for the winner. I'll leave that to when we get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> but definitely uh, it should be an interesting year, and we'd love to know what you think. And if you are up, you can join us. Uh, call-in number is 323-580-5600. Uh, if there was something today about the NFL that uh, was a highlight for you or something that you thought that uh, people need to know more about, or if you're just a fan or you want to boast about your team, or maybe argue with me about it because I probably think it's wrong anyway. Or you can call us three two three five eight zero fifty six hundred. But uh, quite a day for Week One of the NFL. It saw a lot of the uh, old names make a splash, as well as some of the new names. A lot of brand new quarterbacks who are starting their seasons. But right now, it looks like that John Skelton, as we said, suffered a high ankle sprain. Jake Locker suffered a left shoulder separation. A lot of injuries for these quarterbacks who are just starting out. And uh, Fred Jackson was spraying right LCL today at the Jets. It's it's just injuries were the call of the day. And uh, along with, I think, uh, one for uh, Roger Saffold, who injured his neck today at the Lions, for uh, the Rams player. Just a lot of stuff where you hope that these guys uh, are able to play again. But uh, not a good day for rookie quarterbacks, I guess, unless your name is uh, RG3. And uh, it's going to be a process for a lot of these teams, so don't jump out of the boat yet. Um, They will eventually make their strides and inroads. And I think we we talked about this on a show a while back, of which quarterback will actually make the most impact. Um, It is tough to tell, but you've got to think that a lot of them looked very promising today. You've got to be kind of – I guess perplexed or disappointed with Cam Newton, even though this is his second, and now his second season, but he's had a year under his belt. 
but uh, a lot of stuff in game one doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen throughout the rest of the season. So uh, going to be quite the interesting week. Thursday night football, actually for you fans that don't know, uh, is now pretty much almost the entire length of the season this year, so you will get a Thursday night game too, which I don't think is fair. Um, if I say you don't play on Sunday and you don't play on Monday, I'd rather you just play on Thursday and get a week off. Somehow, some way, they got to figure out a way to schedule that. But uh, the Bears and Packers will be this week's Thursday night game. And in case you did not know, the Monday night game will actually be two games. It will be Cincinnati and Baltimore in San Diego and Oakland in a late game. Uh, that's actually the game that ESPN wants you to watch because Chris Berman will actually be calling it. No comment. Um, but that is pretty much the sports update on this end and hope that you guys had a chance to watch it, and we hope that you are interactive with us either on Facebook or over on Twitter. And you can always catch us over there, as I said, at News Comment BTR, or you can catch us at News and Comment uh, Blog Talk Radio on Facebook or on our official fan site at uh, newscommentbtr.wix.com forward slash fan page. So with that... That is your sports update for tonight. That is our sports commentary for tonight. Uh, LeVar, hope that you guys have a great week. I will see you all, if you are not around, on Monday. That's actually tomorrow. With an addition of the 401 Lounge, which will be on late at 10 p.m., my guest uh, will be adult superstar Kiki Dare. And then on Friday, we will be back with another edition of the Cutting Room Floor. Back here next Sunday night at a brand-new time at 10.30 for upon further review. And then next Monday night or next Monday evening at 5.30 Central Standard Time, uh, the 17th, we will actually be back on with the 401 Lounge with Lacey Wild. And if you do not know who Lacey Wild is, uh, she was the subject of the Teen Mom, uh, uh, teen, Real Life on MTV. Uh, you have to see it. She's been on Dr. Phil, she's been on Dr. Drew, and she will be on Inside Edition sometime this week as well. So catch all of those things out, and like we said, we'll keep you updated on the Twitter page. And so for now... I am LeVar. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week on Upon Further Review.